0: Now, before we start this episode, I want to preface by saying I am a gigantic horror movie fan. I like my slashers, I like my thrillers, I like my psychological horrors. But unfortunately, horror has turned into such a genre as of the last 10 years that has just been diluted by the absolute most trash It's turned into people who think that the more guts, the more gore, the more jump scares there are, you're making a great horror movie or the more disturbing it is, the more fucked up everything is like human centipede. Human centipede is a perfect example of we had an idea, ran with it. And then the second one, we're just like, yeah, the first one did great. We're just going to make this one make no fucking sense, but it is going to just be absolute gore porn. We're going to have the most disturbing scenes to ever exist. Now you might be wondering what lit the fire under my ass to want to talk about this. Well, I recently read a book called Playground all over TikTok for a solid, I would say, month. I've seen people talk about this book, Playground. It's the most disturbing thing I've ever read. I can't believe that people would even think about making something like this. So, of course, it piques my attention because, like I said, I am a fan of that genre. So, I wanted to see exactly what's causing an entire section of an app to go crazy. So, I picked it up and I read it. And I'm like, okay, this it's it's mediocre at best now this is where i this is where I will start to shit on a book simply because it tries way too hard to be gory and edgy in a lot of it the way he describes scenarios and scenes is very. I wanna be edgy, so I'm gonna explain every gruesome detail of a death. I'm gonna tell you about brains spilling out on the floor or a lady's finger getting popped out of popped out in two places and you can see the bone protruding from her middle knuckle. And it's like okay, cool, so we get deep explanations of murder scenes. Okay, alright. I, I kinda fuck with that. Seems a little much sometimes, but I fuck with it. And then you get to the rest of the book Like legitimate scenes with the other characters Interacting with each other They are the most milk toast Scenes to exist They The dialogue is very dry Very cut and Eh? Like that's all I can really explain it as I have no words that I can Really put out there That would make these scenes Sound more interesting It You have a two whenever you have interactions with characters in this book, it always burns down to, oh, person A is saying something smart and snarky. Well, person B has a... Not coveted. Person B has a very smart-ass response right back, and that's every single conversation. Like, none of of these conversations hold weight behind them. So, you really... Do not give a fuck about any of these characters. Once they, once they die, you to- totally forget they existed. There has been a total of like two deaths. I could not tell you the name of names of the two people that have died, simply because I don't give a fuck about the characters. There was nothing about them that stood out, and it gave you such a laissez-faire, really feeling about any of it. Because it puts out so many tropes. Like so many normal horror movie or just really cheesy 80s movies tropes. The dad who overexerts his kids because he wants to live through them because he fucked up his knee back in high school. He could have went pro, but now he's just got 47,000 fuck trophies that are now going to live through him. You have the... A nerdy kid that gets bullied and just doesn't know how to act in life He does, he's just so small and frail it's, the, it's small tropes like that and then everybody's gonna say oh well what about page 40 page 40 is the most fucked up thing you've ever read it is not page 40 is milk toast at at, at, at the most why? Because page 40, all the concerns. I'm gonna be a little I'm gonna get a little graphic here, so like if you don't want that, kindly step away from this episode. <coughs> but page 40 deals with one of the man or deals with the manservant of this entire book. I wanted to say series, but series wasn't the right word. It deals with the manservant of this book giving Fellatio To an extremely old woman. Again, kind of grody as it sounds. Kind of grody where it sits. But then... Oh, God. But then... It goes into great detail about what this old decrepit woman's cooter looks like. It looks like... God, just it's over explaining he's like it was crusty and had hairs and it looked sad and I'm just thinking oh, I mean, you could have went that entire thing without going into that much detail about what an old woman's cooter looks like and then after explaining what it looks like he the author used nine different terminologies for a vagina let he used cunt, love slit, gash. Ugh, gash. Ugh, it's still the worst one. Um, and just. It, it includes a scene of how she wanted. And, and of course, you can't have a quote unquote horror book without throwing some little incest, weird love porn thing at some point. I don't. I didn't get it while I was reading it. Because I'm like, we're just gonna. Make this scene so vile And disgusting for no Reason and then we're just gonna Include that the wo- the Old woman that's getting her cooter ate out wanted her Mom to sit on her face and she's Been a little girl okay yeah 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 sure that That was a that phrase right There was a common one I used This entire book It's just yeah sure yeah Sure makes sense not gonna ask because I feel like if I ask, my brain's just gonna go, and it's—I I just call it. After this vile scene, after page forty. Oh, okay. After page forty, the old woman leaves the bedroom where this just happened. You know, after getting her, getting her love triangle. late. we go into a place that I call the halls of dildos again over explaining shit that didn't need to be over explained there was a two page spread on this man talking about a long hallway with, two, with mirrors on both sides and on the ceilings that are just covered in fake dongs just fake wieners you can't throw me a scene as vile as that and then expect me not to bust a fucking kidney laughing at the thought of a wall of dogs. You can't. It, 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 there's no seriousness there. Whatever ick factor you gave me is gone. It's out of here. I, don't, I do not have a sense of ick anymore. It's just a sense of why. Why? Did that. That's one thing I always just told, asked myself the entire thing was why we couldn't ah, oh, whatever. Then without going too much into spoiler territory, um, the way these kids are, because obviously it's a book called playground. So, you know, the kid, ooh, that's my turn. Obviously this book revolves around Playground. The ground involves kids, so we're gonna have a little bit of the good old-fashioned child Moida. I am not me, personally. I do not like when people kill off kids in books. Like, if it's, if it's small and nonchalant and the way they do it, fine. That's not that big of a deal. But this is where he decided, and I I find this a very weird place for him to decide to flex his writing muscle, but when he explains how kids basically get mutilated and die, this motherfucker just like took the pen and wrote every little detail he could. I mean, it gets, it gets pretty like specific. Like you could see tendons falling out of her arm or you see brain matter splattered on the floor and you're like, oh, so this is where we couldn't have put this in the uh, interaction with the parents or with, I don't know, them, the kids just having normal conversation. We couldn't put that much effort and love into it. We had to put it into the child moido scenes. Again, if you read this book, if you happen to read Playground, that is just a common phrase you will use. Is yeah, sure. I, I I hate using that when I'm watching something because yeah, sure just means I've I've given up on trying to fully understand what the hell is going on and I'm just here that that's how I felt the entire first half of the book, and this is a perfect example of everything that I do not like about the horror genre it is it it, it it is with how much it got with how much this book got hyped up, and I was expecting so much more to get so little, I was extremely disappointed. one rule before. Before I go into anything horror related, I talked to Deadman from uh, VT Network about this. And he said, if this piece of media that is if this piece of media that I'm supposed to enjoy does not give me the ick, it, it it's 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 not worth my time. This book gave me an ick, but not an ick that I could be like, "Oh, that's that that's gross or that's weird, that's odd." It's more like the ick of like this is kind of this is cringy this this is extremely cringy there was a grown-ass man who wrote this and thought yeah yeah i'm gonna flex i'm a flex my writing muscle on this like you fool i've read more reddit posts that have deeper meanings and terrify me more than what this book did Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Podcast Eddie Variety Show. As always, I am your host, the Podcast Eddie. If you want to follow me on any social media, the link tree will be posted in the show notes. That will include my Twitter, Instagram, my new Spicy page, Um, (laughs) any social media that I use, it will be there. Podcast Eddie is no longer streaming on Twitch or anything. Although my Aunt Gertrude is going to be streaming live here on Kick pretty soon. And of course, as always, go check out new Dark charm Media stuff. You'll hear my voice. You'll hear the voices of Danny Atwell, Mike McCloskey, Miguel Pedrosa, uh, and Emily... Oh God, I can't pronounce her. But Dark charm Media is filled with nothing but amazing voices. Go check it out. You'll get a bunch of great ass stories that are building an entire multiverse with just audio. Go give it a listen. Now, as I say, everybody, have a safe day. Have a wonderful summer. And as always, please, it is ball-bustingly hot outside as of late. Keep your balls clean.